um, to encourage the, the candidate in his life moving forward. And uh, that challenge is not just for them, though. It's also a challenge for us to take with us as well from today. And uh, couldn't think of two better men to give that challenge today than, than Pastor Creed and Pastor Forrester. Uh, for those of you who don't know their history, Pastor Creed and Pastor Forrester were two of the three pastors that were instrumental in starting Virginia Baptist College, which is now Veritas. And uh, they were two of the three that started that. Of course, Zach went through that ministry and it's through that ministry and his connection with Adam that all these things have come to play in his life and so uh, that's why today we've tried to uh, uh, surround him with the people that he is travels paths with the most so uh, Justin and Alyssa travel with their group and uh, you pray for their group Uh, they leave for camp this afternoon for a week of uh, uh, well it was speech and music camp it's not called that anymore it's a live camp right a live camp they're going down near Williamsburg for a week of camp today Justin Alyssa Zach and Adam and several others and then uh, next week they'll be here at our church for a week of camp so you pray for them they have two weeks of camp back to back and they'll be very busy but at this time I'm going to ask Pastor Creed to come and he's going to share some thoughts it is a joy to be with you I can't think of anything more rewarding for a pastor than to see former members uh, continuing to serve the Lord Uh, Cody used to lead singing for us at Colonial years ago, and so what a blessing to see uh, he and Betty uh, in the middle of the ministry here and continuing to grow and mature. And and then it's a great uh, reward uh, to see one of your young men called to preach, and uh, we had the pleasure of uh, Zach being a member of our church during his college years. Uh, a lot of crying and gnashing of teeth, welling and gnashing of teeth, because he had Adam as a teacher also, but, uh, but uh, those were great times. I want to share just um, um, four th- quick thoughts from the book of Second Timothy. I'm uh, taking one verse from each chapter, and uh, if you'll just follow with me real quick, turn to Second Timothy and just have your Bibles open there to chapter 1. Uh, the pastoral epistles, 1st, 2nd Timothy, and Titus, are, are just uh, tremendously challenging books. Uh, every, uh, every Christian, but especially every full-time uh, uh, individual involved in ministry should spend time devotionally. In 2nd Timothy, Paul's theme was preparation for ministry in the last days. Uh, Paul is about to pass out into eternity at the end of this book, and uh, he is passing on to his protege, uh, his son in the faith, Timothy, and he warns him, especially throughout First and Second Timothy, about false teachers, false doctrine, uh, and he warns him, uh, or encourages him, that uh, he is entrusting him with the word, and he's entrusting him to continue in the gospel. So we have preparation for ministry in the last days. Now, one of the interesting things about the pastoral epistles throughout all of the, uh, the three pastoral epistles, uh, there is an emphasis on teaching and preaching the word of God. Now, when I use the phrase local church, I'm also uh, including uh, Zach in that as, uh, as an evangelist. Uh, in the ministry with Adam. And uh, Paul, in the, the pastoral epistles, he uh, uh, 
he reminds them that local churches, I think it was Warren Wiersbe that said local churches ought to be uh, Bible schools uh, where the Word of God is taught systematically and in a practical way. And the challenge of any ministry is to systematically preach and teach the Word of God and, uh, and to share the truth and the gospel. Now, some key words I want to pull out of these verses and then I'll share the verses with you in just a couple of quick comments. But um, in chapter 1, he reminds Timothy to hold fast, hold firm, stand firm. In 2 Timothy 2, he reminds him to study, to show yourself approved unto God. In chapter 3, verse 14, he says, I want you to continue to grow and continue in the word of God. And then in chapter 4, verse 2, he reminds him to preach the word. All of these scriptures uh, referencing the importance of preaching and teaching the word of God, which is the, the, the greatest way to, uh, to battle and to confront false teaching. Now in chapter 1, verse 13, he says, Timothy, hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. He says, Timothy, I want you to hold firm, hold fast, stand firm, stay in the battle. Uh, that word form is a, a, a interesting word. It's the word pattern, and it means uh, architects, uh, an architect's sketch. But if you could think of a pattern and what he's reminding Timothy of, He's uh, reminding him that we today need to hold fast or hold firm to what Paul taught in the same situation. If Timothy changed the outline or the pattern or abandoned it, then he would have nothing by which to test other teachers and preachers. Hold fast, hold firm. That word sound words means wholesome or healthy. The scripture and the doctrine of those teaching and preaching and the scripture and the doctrine that it teaches. Timothy could always recall Paul's teaching and he could always read Paul's letters of Paul's pattern of ministry. And so he says, Timothy, I want you to hold firm to that pattern. Now in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, chapter 2 and verse 15, be Diligent, he says, study. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, the word study, we, we see the word study. We think of what? Pencil, pens, papers, take notes. And uh, I notice on the back of your bulletin, you've, you've got a place to take notes. I thought I saw that someplace, uh, but yeah, there it is. And so uh, I, I, I imagine all of you have that ready to take notes on Zach's message today. You'll want to remember that. And, uh, but, but the word study here has the idea of being diligent. That's what it literally means. Be diligent. Be diligent, Timothy, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman. See, all of Scripture is, is, is general, and the gospel message in particular, is important as we think about being diligent. This word denotes 
a, a zealous persistence in accomplishing a goal. In other words, it expands the idea of study. It includes study, but boy, what an expansion. Be diligent, be a worker, be involved, be active so that you might show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, dividing the word of truth. So his, he wanted Timothy to have a maximum effort to impart God's word. He wanted him to impart it completely, accurately, and clearly to his hearers. Now you look in chapter 3 and verse 14, he continues this emphasis, and the context there, you can look at it later. That's your homework for tonight, but read the context there, and you see his emphasis again on the Word of God. But he says in chapter 3 and verse 14, But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. But continue, that word continue literally means to abide, to remain, to remain faithful. That's what he's saying to Timothy. Timothy, I want you to remain faithful to the things that, ha that, 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 that you've received in Paul's teaching, and not only Paul's teaching, but the teaching of others. The idea of learning means to understand. I want you to understand. I want you to keep growing, in other words. Keep growing, keep reading, keep learning, especially in the Word of God. Uh, you see the pronoun whom there. That suggests that Timothy was indebted not just to Paul, but to others as well. And I'm sure Jack, uh, Zach would testify to that, that, that many people and, uh, uh, have just had an opportunity to maybe touch his life in a small way. And now Brother Biggs can experience that and, and being able to send him out in ordination. Then the last verse we see is in chapter 4 and verse 2. Preach the word. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. In other words, be ready. Be ready at any time to do what? To preach and teach the word of God. The word preach there means to proclaim as a herald, uh, all of us are obligated to proclaim the word of God, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or, or in speaking to a larger group. Preach the word. The word suggests a vigorous proclamation. If you could just imagine uh, Paul maybe raising his hand, raising his voice to Timothy. Timothy, preach the word. And don't vary in that. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. The word logos, the entire written word of God, his complete revealed truth as contained in the Bible. So you can see just in these short verses and the context of those verses that a good worker who correctly explains the word of truth would be the most effective silencer of false teachers and false preachers. So the challenge we have today is the word of God. And I'm sure that Zach is going to continue to follow in that pattern.